right, guys, welcome back to the American Yammer podcast with your host, Hall Pass, and Dr. Big Poppy. Man, on this week's episode, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, we talked about not being stagnant. Uh, we talked about tools that we use to continue our growth. We talked about daily rituals, as well as not negotiating with yourself. All great uh, nuggets to take with you throughout your day, hopefully uh, throughout your week, so on and so forth. Uh, the first part of this episode, we did uh, tackle uh, some of the anxieties that were brought up for uh, Poppy and I. Um, with the anxiety of getting our kids back into school uh, after the Uvalde uh, Texas shooting that happened last year. Um, I'm, I'm sure we're not alone uh, in these anxieties, uh, and this was a great place for him and I to, to talk these out. So guys, make sure that you listen, like, and subscribe uh, to this podcast, and follow The American Yammer on Twitter at F3AmericanYammer. Without further ado, guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And we're live. 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 I'm not live. <laughs> Lying son of a gun. There you go. Are we live now? Yeah. Yes. Well, good. Good morning. Good morning. We are, what's, what's right now? 5.55 a.m. Yeah, that's not as early. We spent some time recording a um, like an intro yep. for this season, which I'm excited about. You killed it. Um, literally, first take. I, th- I think it's the the first take was the best one. <laughs> I, I like to think the F three blood. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how'd you do that? No, the answer is easy. It's F three. That's yeah, e- e- exactly. And so, anytime I ask uh, Poppy, you know, like like uh, man, that's amazing. How'd you do that? His answer is F three. See, it's every time, every time. Um, guys, uh, let's see what's going on in the world today. School started back. School started back, right? We are at um, week two. Yeah. Right? Week two. And, and I know for me, it's been an interesting ride. I think you and I touched on it before just with, you know, the past history and the ongoing work of uh, living, you know, with, with a life of having school shootings. Oh, man. Um, that's That's been an interesting challenge. I actually had a, uh, I don't know if you've done this with your kids, Um we always talk about drills, like fire drills. Yeah. Just, you know, what are you going to do? Um, so I was like, all right, let's talk about, you know, shooter comes into school. You had this talk with your kids? With the kids, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, mine are young. Mine are under 10. Yeah. Um, so, right, it's a, it's a weird, weird conversation. It's a tough one, too, because you're trying to figure out how to have humanity in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like kindness and compassion, um, but also seriousness, right, and how to communicate with them on you know, how do we maneuver through that without trying to scare the living shit out of them? Yeah. Um, it's and, and it's hard, right? And schools are already having the conversation, mm-hmm. right? They use different terms and they don't make maybe, maybe don't, they don't go as deep, but I thought I'd just throw that out there for you. No, it's a tough one. I remember having the, um, I don't know, probably last year I started talking about that with my oldest who was in, um, last year he was in second grade, you know, and we kind of talked about, uh, you know what do they look like you know what that what, what you're la- he's laughing at me <laughs> <laughs> i'm smiling i wasn't laughing <laughs> not yet um it, what you're laughing because i didn't know the grade of my kid 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I was like second, third, something. They're all the same. No, um, but no, I do remember having to have that talk with him. Um, and I've made the mistake of having that talk with some of the the little ones around. Mm. And uh, yeah, they're like, "This is sounds like a nightmare." Yeah. Um, Not going to that school. <laughs> man, last year after the uh, the Texas thing happened, um, I think I did. I reach out to you. I, th- I may have. Um, I think so. Yeah. I was like, man, this thing hits different mm-hmm. than it did uh, prior to having kids. Um, always tragic, always um, just heartbreaking uh, when when something like that happens. Um, but yeah, it's, it's different, and now we're having to have those conversations. I hope that um, you know, no one. I don't know what do they do, you know, mm-hmm. other than what they drill, and um, and they and they try to prepare for that. But what a sad thing to have to prepare for. And why don't we have school resource officers in elementary school? Yeah, right. it just blows my mind. You know, it's it's yeah, it's, it's and I think there's you know this would be certainly a conversation that goes in many different directions. It's sometimes it's interesting. It's an interesting place to find yourself, like questioning why don't we have like that a mm. resource? Because in a way, you can almost wonder why is that even a question? Yeah, yeah, it, it'd be nice not to have to it, correct. Yeah, it'd be nice for it not to even be a question mm-hmm. that we don't have. We like we don't have a necessity for it. Yeah, because right, these are kids having fun going to school, but it's an interesting place to be at in life. That you go, why don't we have like a security system, yeah. or we have more you know resources in there? Because why? Why you know why are we even having this conversation? I get the way of the world, but at some point. You know, way back in the day, little kids went to a little hut to school. Yeah. And those type of things weren't around. And even, you know, when I was coming up, the, uh, you know, it it wasn't uncommon to have a kid show up to school in his in his hunting attire. Yeah. He's got his yep. shotgun mounted on the, in the, you know, the back of his truck or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's, we didn't, and then even before that, I think, you know, if, if we asked our, our parents, they were taught, you know, how to handle a firearm and, mm-hmm. And uh, respect the weapon or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And use it as a tool. Um, but uh, all that's gone. Um, yeah, there's just so much. There's so much involved in that conversation. Um, the security measures. You know, I think it's the the tragedies of of school shootings have happened enough to where we're. I think we're all probably on the same page with school security. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be it you know locked doors and and all that but uh yeah the the school resource officer being you know they have them at middle schools and high schools I'm like, mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't you know what what's you know one more officer at the elementary schools i don't yeah i don't understand why that would i'm 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 sure that it's come up in conversation and debates amongst the leaders there mm-hmm. and and somebody's they're voting probably not to have school resource officers i'm like it just I don't know. Gets me all shook up. Yeah. Um, It'd be nice at some point. Maybe we can bring in someone, you know, a little deeper in that yeah. realm. Yeah. Um, you know, I think at, fi- at times it's a, uh, there's different positions that we have in life where we can share insight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's like talking about bowling. We can share <laughs> insight on why someone should hold the ball in a certain way. Yeah. And yeah. it's a lot different when you are in the position of the player. Yeah, of course. It's like when you're in the position of the coach. You know, each of those, depending on those positions, gives you a l- little bit more of inside of mentality. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we are humans and we are opinionated. And yeah, everything is so uh, political mm-hmm. and just kind of muddies up the, uh, I don't know, the big picture oftentimes, I think. Yeah. 
Um, but it'd be it'd be nice to see. Um, it'd be nice to be able to not have that worry or concern when dropping your kids off at school. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ultimately, um, and I think you know, as long as um, as we focusing in on on raising you know the right kids and recognizing flags uh, when they show themselves, mm-hmm. um, and and then continue to help addressing mental health in those kids. Uh, the, the you know obviously the ones the the shooters, um, they were just left behind. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, who goes into a school and does that? Yeah. Other than a severely broken child, I think in most cases it's been young adults and children going into these schools. Yeah, yeah. So, and then maybe you have a nice perspective on that as far as you know the what what do we do is. Uh, as a community and as a uh, physician for those types of kids, you know? Yeah. Cause you like their home lives aren't good. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think that's like a common trend, you know, yeah. so, something around that ballpark. Um, and certainly not an expert there uh, to provide that detail of uh, feedback. I, I think if we look at it from a, like a bird's eye, right. So you're really looking at the big picture it connects to a lot of what we're doing here on the podcast, right? We're focused on helping you, the listener, grow in your life as a high-impact man. And part of a high-impact man is you're looking at your domains of your life. Mm. You know, you as a father, you as a husband, if you have that role, you as a neighbor, you as a leader, Mm -hmm. a role model. You know, how are you walking this life as a guy? And I think if you really think about that, there's so much space there for growth. You know, you look at some of these kids that go through these really challenging things, and it could be that, maybe they didn't have that strong father figure mm-hmm. or, you know, they had a mean neighbor or, or, or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you really just think about, well, what can you do? And I think, you know, being part of F3, kind of tie that into here. It's uh, it, it's a nice like wake up. You know, there's times where I'm a bit more aware to mm. go on a bike ride with my family. And then I mm. see a little kid coming, you know, maybe solo mm-hmm. and, I'll fist bump and say, yeah, man, you're doing it. Good mm-hmm. job. You know, good, good work. Right. And I know that those words go a long way because just maybe, you know, he doesn't yeah. have that in his life and he may not have someone that's stopping and just reminding him of how much worth he has in this world. Yeah, absolutely. And that's I think awesome. doing little things like that, um, it's, you know, it, it's important. So when we look at how do we maybe end one issue, mm-hmm. you know, we could look at it from, Yes, we solely focus on a resource person coming in there. Or we take a step back and hit it from many different angles. No different than how do you have good health? You wouldn't just say, well, eat right. You'd you probably also say, well, there's, there's your spiritual health, your mental health, mm. your emotional health, your physical health. Mm. I mean, it's like eight domains, a whole lot of domains to just health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's not uh, one side solution. I like... Yeah, being um, a community leader or a leader within your community and it's recognizing, uh, you know, letting a kid know that you see them, like, you know, for good and the bad. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, we've, in this neighborhood that I'm in, we had a, we had a troubled teenager, man. He had a, he had a rough go at it. He's, He's, as far as I know, still with us, but they've since moved out of the neighborhood. But his, uh, you know, he was like 13 years old and it was, 
early December a couple of years ago, and some of the, the PAX members remember me sharing this with them. And uh, he was just a little wild of a of a kid. You know, they'd catch him smoking weed out, you know, out in the woods and stuff, and um, just doing other things, breaking stuff around the neighborhood. Probably opened a couple car doors, you know, to see mm-hmm. if there was anything in there worth grabbing. Um, but he, he just had a hard time. Well, well that December of that year, uh, his father... Uh, committed suicide there uh, in the house. Uh, the The kid and his mom weren't there, mm-hmm. um, thankfully. And uh, I, I just can't imagine. He was already having a rough go at it. Mm. And then you have something like that happen. You know, and I was like, you know, I, I brought it up to the packs. I was like, what, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do with this kid. And then how invested do I want to get in um, with him? considering his vulnerability and his mm-hmm. and his issues um you know i didn't do i didn't do much looking back on it now i think i could have maybe done a little bit more but it was awkward you know if we were all outside here um at the house and the kids were playing and i could see the other kid you know a little further up the street playing and i would invite him to come down it was always this awkward my oldest kid was looking at me like why are you you know you know why are you uh, i don't know being of course my oldest didn't know what I was doing or trying to, it was just awkward for him to see that I was showing compassion to this kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other hand, you know, he would also overhear, uh, my wife and I talking about how troubled the kid was too. And that probably wasn't, you know, appropriate <laughs> for, it, for him to hear. <laughs> yeah, so, but we were just talking and he's yeah. happening to be listening and, and so it confused him. Um, but I don't know. I, I, you know, it's those types of kids, man, they get, they, they fall between the cracks. And, um, I wish, you know, I wish I wasn't the only guy in the community trying to reach out to the kid, but I felt like it's kind of how it was. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, ultimately they, they ended up finding somewhere else to live, which is probably nice. They, they were in that house for like a year after his father passed and mm. I just couldn't imagine, Mm-mm. couldn't imagine. And he got way worse after his dad did that. You know, there was police officers were at his house, you know, a few times a year. Yeah, they'd be up there for some sort of domestic dispute between him and his mother. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. Feel bad for him. Think about him often. Hopefully, he's he's found some peace. I think he went off to like a like a school yeah. specialized where he can stay there and have structure and mm-hmm. things like that. So hopefully, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Other than you know trying to juggle work, um, family, um, other activities that we do, you know. Um, the least I could do is fist bump a kid as he's riding a bike past me on a hill. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. mean, that's the least I could do. Or, you know, I try to encourage my, my boys when I drop them off at school to look for that kid mm-hmm. who could use a lift up. Yeah. Yeah. Like find the kid who, who would appreciate you guys saying, Hey, good morning. How mm-hmm. are you? You know, um, I know school kind of stinks sometimes, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, just reach out to that kid. Um, my hope is, is that, my kids don't fall into that group that, you know, says negative things about those, those yeah. kids. I'm hoping. But, yeah. You know, that's gotta be, it's pretty hard. Yeah. It's always that <laughs> fine back. line on, you know, peer pressure and, yeah. you know, you put a good point, you know, falling through the cracks. And I think that there's that saying right in F3 where it's like, um, pick up your six. Is that it? Yeah. Right. So meaning that someone's kind of falling behind go and support them so it's mm-hmm. falling someone's falling through the cracks mm-hmm. you know take that time to go out and, and help and sometimes you know we don't know and i think help is less about knowing and more about showing up 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't, I don't know how to help someone. Well, you can just physically show up and be present and say nothing. Yeah. But your, your presence, you know, speaks volume and goes a long way. But it sounds like, it sounds like you tried and you, yeah. made, and, you and you showed up and did the best that you could knowing, you know, what you knew and, and using the skills and knowledge that you had at the moment. You know, so I think Maya Angelou hit that quote. Yeah. Where, you know, you she, think? Yeah, I think it was her where she had said, we do the best that we can with the skills and knowledge that we have at the time. Yeah. I believe it's her. Don't quote yeah. me on that. Right. Don't quote me on somebody's quote. Um, <laughs> but someone, I believe her, said that. And, and those are really powerful words because they show that, at least from my perspective, it, it, it can be less about having your ducks in a row mm-hmm. and then more about just showing up and, you know, picking up that six, not letting other people fall through the cracks. Yeah, and you know, I, I take a lot of comfort in in what you just said as far as just just being a presence. Just you know, there's if you're sitting around thinking about, gosh, you know, what is it I could do? What is it I could do? What is it mm-hmm. I could do? Um, there's got to be more I could do. But yeah, just just being there, just being uh, available. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, in that in that scenario, I gave the kid my number. I was like, call me anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got some projects going on around you know the, the house or whatever. <laughs> You, can, <laughs> you gave you like come work more. I was like, you can come down here and you know we're gonna do cut some shrubs. Um, no, as funny as that is, that's good. Right? You know, that's, that's good. Just, just some time together. Just something. Um, but then I kind of left it up to him to if he wants to, you know, reach out. He can. Yeah. If not, no worries. But um, yeah, and there there's a lot obviously that I learned in that. So if that were to come up again, maybe I would take what I learned and and uh, do do something differently. Yeah. And then rather than beat myself up over it yeah no, you did a lot man you did you know i think you did much more than many many others maybe would do in this situation and you know you leaned into it yeah right? which right. i think is part of being a high impact man you you sure try, try to show up in all these domains while balancing them um and you know what that child is going through or, or went through i think is no different than you know us as adults you know you have some of us where something goes wrong in life and then now maybe you're going to workouts every morning, mm. but now you're not going to a workout mm. because that area has a lot of turbulence in it mm. or work's getting really hectic. Yeah. So then you drop your uh, energy that you're putting into your marriage. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for him, it could have been, you know, dad, yeah. dad passed and that's, that's heavy. So then we react. And as we get older, sometimes our reaction or response to what takes place could be that we're drinking a lot, we're working a lot, we're avoiding people, mm. we're not doing the activities we used to do. Mm. And there's that understanding and empathy, mm-hmm. right, versus like the blame. Because more than likely, everyone listening, you can really acknowledge that and say, well, to some degree, I probably, I probably have done that. Yeah. I probably have went through something and... It was my own degree of how heavy it was. Mm-hmm. And then I responded by maybe neglecting, avoiding anger, frustration, distance, uh, substance use, mm-hmm. something, right? That could have been quote unquote unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And you brought up the good words, you know, how do we balance that out and, and acknowledge that life may not always have this perfect yeah. wave that just balances itself. How do we do that work hall pass? <laughs> Which, sure. Um, you know, being present. And so I think helps. And I don't know if that comes with maturity and like age. You know, if at some point, because I know this 
39 year old brain didn't think like this at 22 I just didn't think about it you know if a bad day was a bad day like just and then here's all my reactions to it yeah (laughs) until I'm tired of reacting to it yeah and then then everything kind of goes back to normal until the next thing happens um nowadays where that what that looks like is something bad happens you're like okay (laughs) like you know that sucked Mm -hmm. um or you know a a, a stressful time like at work or whatever you hopefully at this age we're all kind of understand that that's temporary (laughs) that Mm -hmm. it's not something that's permanent gonna last forever so you can kind of ride it out Mm -hmm. um yeah you know and and try your best not to bring that home with you or or to cut off your brothers from the gloom Mm -hmm. um or you you try not to disengage with your wife at least just acknowledging that these things are happening yeah i think that for me has probably gone a long way and that's something that i can tell is certainly different from the earlier version of me yeah you know just like just see it just see it and that enough i think probably takes some of the power away from it i think it's okay to have a stressful you know shitty time at whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you do you know for however long it's going to be yeah because i like being able to look back now and, and all the the hard times of my life and like a they're all temporary there's nothing that was mm. devastating when i was 22 year old 22 years old that's still just as devastating today yeah um, this too shall pass yeah absolutely it'll pass um and then taking comfort in that um you know some some cases i'm sure are different you know i mean i, n- I never experienced um you know like severe trauma to me personally Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's just certain things that I can't, you know, it's the right word, like empathize with. I can mm-hmm. sympathize with it, but I can't empathize because I don't, I don't have those shoes. Um, so just from my experience, I would, yeah, I don't, I don't know to answer the question. Just see it, acknowledge it, understand that it'll pass and, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, hold on if you're in the storm. Um, and then, uh, and then it'll, it'll be over before you know it. Yeah. Um, and then I like, I used to be the type where I was like welcoming those types of like, let's bring on the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think subconsciously I would even stir the pot up a little bit because I was so hungry for those learning opportunities. And I would do that in my relationships. I would do that in my, you know, my work. Mm-hmm. Um, You're like, I'm going to go home and fight today. Yeah, I'm just going to like, still going to mix all this up. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you're a real <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you know, for no reason. Um, and then it would create this like, you know, a few days worth of just, ugh. You know? And yeah. then I'm like, and then we would get through it. And I'm like, oh, that was, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we all learn? <laughs> so I don't do that anymore. I try right. not to. Uh a 30 year old 39 year old brain matured yeah i think so i'm like oh, it's not worth the uh the juice that's funny <laughs> so um but uh yeah man there's we're all in this thing together man and and then you know you've said it before to me we all have the same 24 hours um before we get a reset um you know this life that we live in retrospect is really pretty short um and we're not all that significant you know i mean mm-hmm. we're not gonna change the world <laughs> it's we're not gonna make it a place that's ideal for us really there's gonna be you know if i'm lucky enough to live to 100 um i can't 
I don't even want to think about all the tragedies that we're going to experience between now and then. You know, it's mm. going to happen and we're just going to get through it and hopefully have support from friends, family, community uh, to be able to get through those things. Um, world's a scary place. Yeah. Um, for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're absolutely right. And, and hopefully, you know, with everyone listening, uh, especially today, you know, being part of the American Yammer community, we, we really hope that you lean into those around you, you know, to the friends you haven't checked up in a while, to even the ones you haven't met, that random person holds the door for you, mm. you know, trying to lean in and fill those cracks and be supportive and be there for other people, fist bump somebody, high five somebody at the grocery store when, <laughs> when you see them put down that pack of beer. They'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Pick that back up. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I want that beer. I <laughs> know um, uh, you guys know you, you get the point there. You know, doing that, you may not see the changes happening in front of you. But yeah. with that person, that's a ripple effect you're creating. And yeah. that's a wonderful, beautiful effect. I mean, that's how we that's how we change each other. That's how we, we grow into and sustain the mm-hmm. definition of high-impact men. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, I think the point that you mentioned with like the life balance, like how do we balance things, Mm. right? It's, it's not done by avoidance or a shitty day happens. And then we respond by staying at work longer than we should and avoiding the family, um, or skipping a workout when we know every other day we said how wonderful the workout has helped our (laughs) life, um, or going into a substance, you know, it's done by facing it. And I think there's a reality there that sometimes we don't want to do what you were saying, Hall Pass, mm-hmm. which is just sit with what's happening. Mm-mm. Because then we have to kind of go into this whole process that can somewhat be like grief. Grief. Mm-hmm. We have to like feel it and have like sadness with it and have all these mixed emotions with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, we take the shortcut and maybe we just go into like anger and go, well, fuck this. Mm-hmm. You know, some bullshit. Um, we may punch something, throw something, you know, have more of a quick response because it could be easier to blame, right? Point the finger and say, well, it happened because of this reason. Um, and you know, I've certainly been there. You know, I've had that happen. Maybe you have too, where it could mm-hmm. be easier pointing that finger, could be easier blaming, could be easier being angry than feeling what you're going through. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I think the, the, the subconscious or the, the ego, um, takes the path less traveled uh yeah we it's always somebody else's fault <laughs> yeah it's, i think it's how we protect ourselves um which is you know it's, it, it feels like protection but where it's self-sabotage mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of you know stabbing yourself in the foot there if that's the saying and when you're looking at balance right because mm-hmm. we're trying to create this balance in life we know that the you know turbulence is coming we know things are going to get rough mm-hmm. and to have that balance is when you have those rough, rough moments you face them head on you sit with them mm-hmm. you do your best to breathe through it to work through it mm-hmm. so that you can continue to show up in each in, in, in these other spaces that we are saying are, are so important to us yeah absolutely and it, and it takes like a like an arsenal if you will or a toolbox because mm-hmm. not every you know one thing you know if, if i've recently kind of took up the um the habit of journaling uh journaling doesn't doesn't do it for everything <laughs> you know it doesn't it's not the <laughs> How one dare you say that <laughs> it's not the one off fix all no. um and neither is uh just quitting drinking i mean i'm maybe I'm, I'm wrong tell me if i am but you've probably worked with clients where like 
um, you know, I quit drinking and my life is still, you know, shit, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's been terrible. Might as well go back to drinking. And, but what does that tell us? Like as a, as a person, you would say, well, as a uh, high impact person, you would mm-hmm. say, well, obviously it's not the drinking that's the problem. Yeah. Um, there's, there's something deeper going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go another layer yeah. uh, of, of vulnerability or, or a position of, of uncomfortableness. Um, yeah, because uh, that's not it, and neither is just journaling, or neither is just not drinking, neither is uh, money. Money, yeah, for sure. Um, Otherwise, every single rich person would be happy. It doesn't static. happen. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't a, happen. No, and then I know for me, uh, you know, personally, making sure that my sleep is right, you know, making sure that um, that I'm uh, communicating with other men um, is has is, been huge over the past couple of years. Um, having a support <laughs> I don't know and then having a, a, a good relationship with your with your wife um, it's just never a, it's never a moment where you're like oh, I got it yeah <laughs> it's always always working always adding things to that to that arsenal or to that toolbox um, which is which you know hopefully is great yeah because you know you you can you can almost sense that that would probably provide like a sense of boredom. Right. You know, it's like having a bucket and every time that you fill it, you get excited, which is like <laughs> life. Every time that you're working on something, you're like, man, this feels good. Yeah. Every time that you're giving, holding a door, being kind, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you keep filling this bucket and you fill it with water. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's just imagine that you're out there in, in the middle of the sun and mm-hmm. you got this big bucket in front of you, sun's hitting you and you're just filling it with water. And every time water goes in, you feel so good. Like, this is- and this is like, <laughs> fuck yeah, life is good. Right. So then you feel so good that you decide to just stop because things are great. And then over time, the sun hits the water. What happens to water when the sun hits it for a while? It dries out. It dries out. But also, it starts to somewhat get contaminated, doesn't it? Mm. Mm -hmm. You get little bugs here and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about that, if you think about that concept, it makes you realize why when you work really hard, right? And you're, and you're giving and you're supportive and you're loving and you're kind and you're doing all these things that we define as a good life. That's how, as what we're trying to teach here, right? Mm. Being a high impact man. And then you stop. Mm. You start to feel that over time and you go, man, you, yeah, you, what's going on here? You feel the stagnation and the, yeah. and the bacteria and the, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Same pail of water anymore exactly you got to dump it out yep and then you got to keep working or you got to keep filling that and keep that process going and it's not meant to be like this ongoing like oh my god life is just never ending yeah it's more of you know you think about what feels good like it feels good i know for me it feels good when i get to help someone Mm -hmm. and it's a feeling that i don't want to end right like i want to do it today and then again tomorrow i want to be able to hold a door for somebody else and then the next day um, because it helps me become uh, stronger, you know, in that aspect of a high impact man. Mm-hmm. And then I can show up for myself much better. I can show up for my family, for my friends, for the community. Mm-hmm. And I think each, each of us, you know, listening, we can look at, well, as a high impact man, what needs to go into my bucket so that yeah. I'm able to balance my life. And it, and it's nice that you put this, put this in this analogy because it's, it's um, going back to that example earlier where you know you got a kid coming by you who's who's got a frown on his face and you know i think you're more apt to throw out the uh the fist bump and say hey man you're doing a great job 
um, keep up the good work, whatever. If you're already practicing doing all these other things, like mm-hmm. um, opening doors for folks, saying good morning, and, and yeah, uh, and and being that just being that person, um, you know, having that that type of water in your pail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is uh, is good, man. That's refreshing. So yeah, here we are early in the morning. We got a whole day ahead of us, and what a great way to um, to start, you know, going into the rest of the day, trying to be mindful of one, you know, like my emotions, my reactions to whatever it is that the day brings. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what this day has to offer, and then how are we going to handle it? Um, yeah, so I'll be taking that with me all all throughout the day. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate you. <laughs> this would be like my third invoice. <laughs> oh man. I knew money was coming from this podcast. Right. I just didn't know it was so close. Right. It's all got to go to you. <laughs> all got to go to you. Um, so, yeah, what? what's a good uh, – how do you practice this? Um, I don't know, man. I just make this up as I go. <laughs> you, you should I was, on, I was on Yahoo. Ask Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it mean to be an impactful person in the community? <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. Journal. Um, Example of cool analogies. Right. <laughs> to make me sound smart. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm about to use this bucket one. <laughs> Do you have um, inspirational posters up in your office? Like the iceberg or whatever? No, no. I, no it's, a, it's very chilled. My uh, I have my, my wife, she she has this wonderful eye for like design. So okay, she goes good. in and she moves things around and puts up like cloud picture and so no like yeah no i do have one she's got these two giant um framed um art pieces yeah like writings okay i'm one of her friends did um and it says today is a good day for a good day hey that's pretty good yeah so so i like different i like that one yep um I'm I'm not hating on those on those types of things. I just think it's funny that that's what you come up with when you came into an episode on the podcast. You googling? I was kidding, man. <laughs> I was not googling. That's right. You're like, how do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Um, this is awesome, but no, like I mean, I'm curious as to like what do you have like uh, rituals or practices that you do to stay um, in that headspace, uh, keeping your 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 the water in the pail clean you know are there things that you do daily that could be helpful for somebody yeah you know like uh do you journal all that yeah yeah Uh, and what do you do when you journal and how much time do you spend on it damn man (laughs) should interview me today (laughs) um those those are good questions you know i think sometimes we want complicated answers yeah and it's these, that man brain. Is that man brain, right? <laughs> and it's these really simple things that can be done to allow you to live a, um, what you define, right? Each of you listening, you have your own definition <clears throat> of what a good life is because you have your own values and you have your own goals. Mm. Let me clear my throat real quick. <clears throat> <clears throat> Something was in there. Man, I need some more water. I just learned about these calcium things that come up in your tonsils. You ever seen or heard of these things? No, it sounds gross. Yeah, it's like a rock. And you can pick them out with like a Q-tip. I have no idea what they're called. They're like calcium deposits. Calcium build up something in the tonsils. Oh. And it, and then somebody showed me a video of it and I almost threw up. I thought, this is terrible. It could be cool. You know, today with Home Maybe Depot's you, rock prices, I may be able to pull my own out and put them in my pebble garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
That's what it looks like, a river rock. It's disgusting. Yeah, have a little river rock outside. So going back to your question, let's see. I think the key thing that as I age has really helped me is <clears throat> sticking to my discipline mm. and not negotiating with myself. Mm -hmm. um, that negotiation part, I think I learned that through an interview with Kobe Bryant. Mm. There was one that he was talking about how he would um, – wake up like at 4 a.m. or 2 a.m. and then have all these workouts and when he, he said he'd wake up and I believe these were his words mm -hmm. and I felt it he's like you know I get up and be like ah oh, I can just hit snooze because I don't really have to do this and he was like but why would I negotiate with myself when I'm trying to be a better me because mm -hmm. um, you know the whole world at some point is gonna take sides mm -hmm. um, so for me the discipline the not negotiating. Like if I'm making an agreement to say I'm going to be a good dad, I'm not going to negotiate it in the next day and go, well, you know, I'm mm. just going to skip out today on that. Um, and if I'm making an agreement to be a good spouse, then mm -hmm. I'm not going to negotiate myself on that. And so those are like the big mentality ones. Mm -hmm. And then I do have exercises that I'll do. So I try to attend as many as I can of the F3 morning workouts. Mm -hmm. So today I was able to post uh, Tuesday, Thursday, um, and then I'll be posting Saturday at Cougar Town. Um, outside of those, mm -hmm. I try to do my own workouts with, mm -hmm. with their solo with my spouse. So there's fitness that's always included mm -hmm. seven days a week. Mm -hmm. um, I try to make sure that what I'm putting in my body is mindful. Mindful meaning I'm thinking about what I'm eating and why I'm eating it. So if I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat, I don't know, some protein. I'm, I'm mindful that, you know, it's going to help to build my muscle. Mm. I'm also mindful that, you know, wow, how many people do not have like this food on their table? It's a gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I try to practice that a lot to the point that I feel it. Mm -hmm. um, and that also comes from, you know, being a child uh, growing up in poverty, mm. you know, so kind of living through an experience. Uh, I was sure to just remember how many kids out there are just wandering through the streets, mm -hmm. right? Homeless and, and really struggling. And it makes you really rethink, like, mm -hmm. you know, the bowl of cereal you eat or whatever it is that you're eating. Mm -hmm. um, so lots of mindfulness. Um, the journal, I do it in different forms. So like sometimes I'll write just blank. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will go to a journal that I have pretty consistent and it's where I have all these goals. So it could be personal, um, go as a husband, go as a father, go in my career. And it's a, it's a theme of a page. So I go to it to make sure I'm in line. Mm. So like on my dad one, I would have play with the kids. Mm -hmm. And then I make sure I go to it and go, did I do that today? Mm, very good you know teach my kids blank learn from my kids ask my kids am i being a good dad mm. right so those pages i go to because i know that my brain is like everyone else's i'm gonna mm -hmm. get distracted by a bunch of shit mm -hmm. and i may get so distracted that i forget to check in on those goals not because i don't want to right but just because life is what it is yeah. and things happen those are, those are a, a few i love it man so yeah, that's that's a hopefully a, a little tidbit that the listeners can take on with them if you if you haven't, and you know we're kind of circling back to that that toolbox that you guys need, um, and and it's not any one tool in there that's going to fix mm -hmm. all this stuff, and and journaling and being mindful is is really just one way uh, to help uh, increase your your uh, your impact <laughs> yep. on on everything that you're around, yeah, family, community, work, uh, and all those things. Well, look, I know we're up here against the uh, the the half hour. Yeah, we've got to get the kids ready for school. Yeah, it's 6.30. Uh, we left yesterday really early, and it cut that line out. Did you see me? I was ahead of you. 
<laughs> no, I didn't see you. You were I was leaving the exit and you were you were passing by me on my left. Oh man, like, yeah. good job. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we got there early. No, it wasn't me. It was the kids, man. They were like, let's go. Okay, that's <laughs> so what's like, up. Yeah, like, we want to play dominoes when we get there. High impact kids. I High see it. High impact kids. So, and so I got my oldest. He's he's uh, dragging the other one along behind him. He's like, we gotta go early. And yeah. the other one's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if, with any luck, we'll be out the door here in the next fifteen minutes. Yeah, let's do it to get it started. Hey, uh, let's. Uh, I don't know. Let's kill the day. Yeah, we did. We did it right. We started at five fifteen a.m. It's six thirty-four. Yeah. We we're supposed to be done by six thirty. So you and I got to jump into dad mode. That's it. All right. Till next time. Till next time.